and welcome to episode seven of the Triggered Podcast. I'm Susanna. And I'm Ryan. And we're a satire of the comment section of social media. And boy, do we go down a crazy rabbit hole. We always find some uh, triggered people in the comments and they sometimes just explode. It's it's crazy. There's no fuse, but they will just explode. <laughs> it's, it's great fun. And they, we go through twists and turns. You never know what's going to come next. And this week, that is very true. So we had steak medium rare, beach conspiracy, and Amish candy twist. So sit back, relax, and enjoy episode seven of the Triggered Podcast. Hey Ryan. Hello. This hello. This week I'm going to start with steak medium rare. Okay. And don't get alarmed with what um, post I'm going to describe it with. So the one of the first dogs of America passed away. Good old Champ Biden passed away after 13 years, mm. and it's made news. I guess being the president. Yep. It's made news. And, you know, there was a lot of people, you know, Trump supporters being horrible, people saying that's so sad. But like always, there's always some crazy comments that go with it. Excellent. Now, Shirley Shirley wasn't having it with the people that were being mean and political over a post of a, a, the passing away of a dog. Shirley goes, they say you can tell a lot about a person by the way they treat their animals. The tribute that the President Biden wrote for Champ speaks volumes as to his character. It's never easy saying goodbye to a beloved fairy member. R.O.P. Champ, you were well loved and you'll be missed. Everyone being negative, it says a lot about your character. Yep. So, she's saying, and I I do believe that. I do think the way you treat an animal has a lot to say about you as a person, Mm. I guess. Um, but Kathy is saying, Shirley, so true. People that don't like animals are heartless. Deep. Now, Mike's, <laughs> yep. Mike's coming in. He's like, hang hey, on a minute. Mike goes, Kathy, that isn't true at all. Some people don't like them due to medical reasons. Also, some people just don't like animals. Okay. Now, I can't. I find it quite interesting is they don't like them due to medical reasons. I think you can still like animals. You just might avoid them. But I want to know what type of medical issue would make you dislike animals. Yeah. I, I mean, just being a psychopath would, would be the, the medical <laughs> issue right there. Yeah. But then he's commented straight back after that one and saying, Kathy, does liking steak count? Oh, Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. That was uh, to her comment saying people that don't like animals are heartless. Uh, I get it. He's trying to be funny, I guess. Really? Yeah. Uh, I, don't, I don't get it. <laughs> I, I don't know. Um, now, Nam comes in. Nam goes, Mike, not if you like, you like it well done and eat it with ketchup like a certain psychopath. <laughs> who's, he, who's he referencing? <laughs> who's he pointing towards? Back to Mike, who was asking Kathy if, like, in steak counts. Okay. And I, I'm guessing that means you're heartless if you don't like animals, but he goes, not if you like well done and eat ketchup. But I think he means I like st- 
steak, so then I'm okay. Does that count as me liking animals? And then Nam's like, well, no. If you eat it with ketchup and you don't have it, if you have it well done, then you don't even like steak and you don't like animals. Like, right. you're disrespecting animals. There's That's this, what I'm guessing. There's this debate with steak that if you have it well done, it's it's not really having it like a, a steak well, because yeah, it's just, it's just cooked sh- thoroughly, right? Exactly. Um, a lot of chefs more refuse to even cook it that way. Right, right. So I assume he's saying that uh, they're all just trying to make fun of them, right? Uh, to begin with. Yes. But uh, yeah, he's just he's just trying to jump on the bandwagon of is Staker an animal, which is uh, not even funny to begin with. You know, to get some better material. <laughs> Come on, guys. Well, Mike's responding back to Nam, saying, "Nam, never rare, medium rare, depending on the cut, of course. Also, no sauce, no dipping. If you need that, then it's not a good steak." <laughs> Can we yeah. just go back to this is all about a dog passing away? Yeah. <laughs> and now yeah. they're talking about steak preferences. Yeah, I, I think there's a weird thing with steak people. Like, steak people. There's, yeah, there's like a hierarchy of, of what you need to do and the cuts that you want to get. And I, I mean, I don't get it because I'm, yeah, I'd much prefer just eat some chicken. But yeah, <laughs> like, I do enjoy a steak. I just, I don't know anything about it. And it's like car people, they just get into it and they, they're in deep, you know? They're, they're big nerds. Now, I'm a, I guess I never knew there's such thing. I'm a bit of a steak person. I'm not crazy about it, but I think I think it was one of the first episodes that we had. I shared the reason why I don't trust my husband was cooking was because mm. the one time he he was doing a lovely gesture and cooking for me. I came out into the kitchen and he was like slow cooking a steak in oh, like yeah. three centimeters of oil, which is not how you do it. So you know, and there's certain theories and stuff, but again, this is a, a post about a dog, right? <laughs> Um, but anyway, I, I guess steak people. There you go. I'm going to call that now. But it is it is a thing. Yeah, it definitely is. Yeah, yeah. no, there it is. I I don't get it, but all all power to you if you're into steaks that much. <laughs> and literally, that was the end of that thread. That's so beautiful. It went from. I just I just love how they he took it as something is like baiting someone into a discussion about steak. Yeah. So that was good. Now another comment on here, is, and we learnt it last week. Picked. Picked, if right. You've been picked. Mm-hmm. A recap if anyone hasn't listened to it, it basically means you put out a comment um, just so you get the attention, like saying, oh, this is a main. Why is the news reporting on this? It's not news. Right. Now, Ginny uh, has commented, which I think maybe I'm using the, the reference correctly. She's doing sort of a picked moment saying, there are thousands of people reading this and that have lost their pets. None of them have made the news. It is a part of life, not newsworthy. Their family and friends can mourn. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I get where she's coming from because other people have lost pets and they don't get on the news. Yes. But this is like... And, and I don't agree with it, but it's it's the biggest family in the world, right? The the White House family yeah, at that current time. His, his dogs have been around and he's at the White House. And I think because they're rescue dogs, they're advocating for your rescue dogs. Great message. Good. Now, Ginny's not happy, though. Now, Mike... Mike's come back. This is the oh, same Mike. This is Steak Mike. I'm calling him Steak Mike. Yes. Okay, Steak Mike. And he's just done a gif of Leonardo DiCaprio from Wolf of Wall Street just clapping, proud clapping. Okay. So he's just done the gift. Yep. And then he's gone. He's out. He's <laughs> vanished again. He's out. He's like, maybe I don't have – he needs to go and have another steak talk somewhere yeah. else or he's gone to have his steak. And then Suzanne's going back to Ginny saying, it's sad you have no heart, dot, 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 dot. <laughs> 
Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought it was, yeah. was going to build no, into something it. else. No. No. Dot, dot, but dot. then Janice responded, Suzanne, you don't even know me. Oh. Suzanne's comment back, Ginny, whether you like President Biden, he is a public fi- figure. Things that happen to him and his family make the news. Your comment lacks empathy and compassion, ego and heartless. So I think she meant heartlessness, but heartless. Yep. She's going to full attack. Ginny's responding, Suzanne, who said anything about Biden? I was talking about the news of his dog passing and it's not newsworthy. Let them mourn in peace. Being a public figure means nothing to me. Be it a politician or musician, actor or athlete, none of these are doing anything for the public except getting rich off our money because we worship them. Not me. I take care of my own. (laughs) Isn't it ironic that she's doing that on a post about this stuff? (laughs) I know. That's for people, great. I, I sort of work in social media and if something doesn't get a lot of traction and a lot of comments, you kind of drop it and you don't go back to that topic. But the fact that these people are commenting, complaining it's not newsworthy adds to it all and they're going to continue doing it. Mm. Ginny just needs to calm down. But like, she's like, I take care of my own. <laughs> it's a bit weird. What is... I don't get it. Who are your own at that point? Is it your family, I guess? I don't know. And I don't think a lot of people worship politicians. Yes, musicians, but they're probably one of the most hated groups. So, anyway. But it does make the news. Suzanne's responded back to Ginny saying, you seriously need to stop drinking the (laughs) Kool-Aid. Oh, jeez. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Um, and it gets a bit more heated. Ginny's come back. You think Kool-Aid's bad. Ginny goes, Suzanne, you can seriously can kiss my ass. Can't accept anyone's opinion but yourself. Fuck off. How do these people just think this is appropriate behaviour on the internet? Well, like, exactly. It would be a different story if they knew each other and they were on the internet, right? Because yeah, at but, least but, then you have some history or something's gone wrong. But this is just two random people, possibly on different like sides of the country or even in different countries to be even weirder <laughs> it's just nuts that these guys just blow up like instantly oh. now Ginny also added to that fuck off comment with a gif of a baby putting its rude finger up okay yeah appropriate <laughs> yeah yep. and uh, Andy's popped in I just love it when people like pop in after like a huge thread like they've been watching it all and just feel the need to, to enter in now Andy's come in and called Ginny Ginny, so your comment means nothing to people here. So why are you even here? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Mm. Yep. Just dropping in to say that. Yep. Now Charlene's popped in. So there's a few people coming on Suzanne's side saying, Ginny, from your response to this, a lot of if people probably won't have any interest in knowing you, you don't have anything respectful to say about this, then why speak about it at all? They're all getting a bit harsh, saying from what your response and all the people want to get to know you. Don't even think that she was asking for people to get to know her. Maybe it's because she said to Suzanne, you don't even know me. But I don't think that was all saying, you don't know me. Please, let's have a chat on let's, the side. Yeah, let's catch up. Yeah. <laughs> let's go in the DMs, yeah. have a coffee. <laughs> and then Suzanne's come back in. So she was the original one saying, Ginny, you can't even spell. For fuck's sake, know when to quit. Oh, there, there you go. There's the first uh, Trump card Grammar. of the... Uh, of the, yeah, the, yeah. the grammar coming in, the grammar police yeah. coming in for the first time this episode, and we're like not even ten minutes in. Beautiful. Well, that's like <laughs> a new record, I think. Well played. And 
Alicia's now popped in talking to Andy. So Andy was the one saying, so your comments mean nothing here, so why are you even here? Okay. And Alicia's gone back to Andy saying, obviously it meant something since you took the time to respond. Uh, they're all just nincompoops. Getting pity now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then it goes on for a little bit where they're all just saying F you to everyone. And Alicia's cool. come back saying, judgmental fucks on this page. Ooh. Ew. People are all different with different mindsets and opinions. Fucking respect it. Mm. That's what you want to do is you want to drop a few <laughs> F-bombs to really get your point across and about how you should be respectful. Fuck. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, judgmental fucks and say fucking respect. Just yeah. fucking respect it, guys. Come on, you know? Jeez. Now, Charlene's come back, and I think she's talking about Ginny. Originally, she was saying Ginny, no one wants to know you. Ginny must have come and said something about that because she responds saying, I have plenty of people who want to know me, so your comment <laughs> means nothing to me. One nasty comment can't, can speak volumes about what a person is like. If she doesn't have anything nice to say, why bother commenting? Someone's dog died. <laughs> Jeez. I mean, can I just side note here that these names are super yeah. American, aren't they? Charlene, Alicia, Andy. Yeah. Well, Charlene, I thought was an Australian name, but. I don't know. It it could be like a southerner, southerner, like a a Texas, a Texan. (laughs) That's what I imagine. I've watched a few TV shows in America and there's a Charlene in there. Yes. Now, to end it all, Alicia's come back. She was the one saying, you judgmental fucks. Fucking yep, respect. Really nice lady. Yep. She goes, yep. So she's going back to Charlene saying, Charlene, she's entitled to opinion just like you are. It's freedom of speech. She didn't disrespect anybody. Maybe she didn't respond the way you wanted her to or expected her to. She just saying, saying that regular people are going through the same thing and ended it there. Well, I was expecting a few F-bombs to be dropped. I wasn't, she's end. gone completely. I think she might have bipolar because she went fucking like, <laughs> this page is ill, you judgmental fucks too. Yeah. It's that entitled, you're all entitled to your opinions. <laughs> Do you have the timestamps of both of those messages just to see the difference yes. in time? So they were all within the same hour. Oh my God, yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, you can go back to a conversation in like a couple days later or, or a couple she's of hours later. She's had a drink later. or something, yeah. yeah. And no, she's so, just, she's within the hour she's like you know what i overreacted guys i'm sorry <laughs> yeah oh, so this has all oh, and i guess at the end of the day this you know story about champ biden dying but you know people are entitled to their opinions just like nam and mike were about their stakes so <laughs> yeah <laughs> nam and mike is- were just like we're having a good time <laughs> over here talking about stakes Yep, and that is steak medium rare. Oh, and I'm glad it. it wasn't about the dog getting turned into a piece of steak. Yeah, you, you kind of <laughs> led me off off the rails there at the start. We, like dog like steak. Like to keep you guessing. <laughs> right. Yes. This one's called Beach Conspiracy. <laughs> oh, I like it already. We all like a conspiracy, don't we? We do. Now, normally I get a lot of this stuff off BuzzFeed, um, Lad Bible, you know, some of the, you know, more lighthearted, fun ones, fun topics, because I said I don't like to get too serious on here. This one, though, you know, you think would be the, the commenters would be a bit more respectable because it's BBC News. Okay, yeah. But it's wild. So there was an an article about um, how there's some rough sleepers or sleepers or backpackers. I know in Australia definitely have backpackers that sleep on beaches. They camp near beaches. And it does become a big issue. 
But in um, UK, they're, they're talking about having hourly wake-up calls to deter beach campers. So I think council of government workers were going to go and hourly wake people up so they don't camp on there. Yep. There was serious arguments about homelessness and people need a place to stay, but we're going to leave that to the side because we're just going to go to the crazy, crazy comments. Yeah, those those problems are too real for us. We don't want to deal with them. <laughs> we don't want to get people down. We're all about just going into the crazy world, having a bit of fun on yeah, here. Yeah, we want to dig deep. That's what we want. <laughs> Solve the world's biggest problems. Mm. Wow. The first one is a mala. Now, it's a bit long, but it gives us a bit of context for the rest of the ones. Okay. Now, all these comments I'm saying is all in the one thread. So, they're all it's about nuts. this one comment we're going on. It starts on. from this and it goes on. Now, oh. Marla just does her one big comment, but then there's there's a few people that, oh, they're just great. Okay. Right. So, Marla says, now, here's a crazy idea. How about having a designated camping area on the beach near to public toilets that stay open 24-7 in brackets after all, it is the public who pays for them. The people patrolling the area could make sure the campers are safe and toilets aren't being misused instead of waking them up and telling them to leave. Where are the campers expected to go in the early hours of the morning? People who spend more time in and around nature grow respect for it. People who have an amazing holiday experience want to go back to the same place. It improves well-being, awareness and contentment. The average per- person works too many hours in a job they don't enjoy. So when or if they get the chance to go on a holiday, I think they deserve it to be a good one. Cool. I think Amala is in a beautiful utopian world. I wish that was all perfect. But I don't think she understands a lot of these campers aren't like workers on holidays just wanting to, you know, um, they are homeless or, you know, people in bad situations. Um, but I, I agree, you know. No, I agreed with everything nice. she said, but yeah, I think yeah. it's it's the it's the few that ruin it for the most, isn't it? So it is now, and in Australia, um, for the people that aren't um, for the Americans that listen to us, we there are certain parts of the beach. There's a place in Rye in Australia where there's like ca- designated camping areas, and you can book and go and yeah, um, stay there, and they do book out. So I think maybe they obviously don't do that over in England, but I guess what she's saying now, Joe. He's not having it. This this is his the first comment and it's all in caps. Okay. <laughs> I'm already loving him. All right. So Joe. Joe and Joe's not the craziest. Joe goes, Ambala, beaches aren't campsites. They get trashed enough as it is. If they did this, all homeless people would just camp on the beach. For fuck's sake. Lol. Okay. Yep. Okay. I mean, I I can see where he's coming from. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Bit weird. Now Chris uh, tagged in a Trevor saying, Trevor, last time I checked, the sea put the beaches where they are. Don't know where this is coming <laughs> that's, from. That's deep, bro. That's deep. I think she means because I think Amala was talking about um, have public toilets stay up 24-7. After all, it's the public who pays for them. I mean, if you... I'm if thinking, you... but she was just talking about the toilets, not the beach. No, she's talking about the beach, like uh, the waves wash up the sand, oh, I guess. The, okay, maybe. That makes some sense, um, <laughs> I guess. So Paul's come in and referring back to Joe, caps lock Joe up there, okay. saying, Joe, please take a ticket for the next available beach and camping spot. You are 54-7 in the queue. Your estimated stay will be December 14th. So he's just saying there'll be so many people that want to do it. You're never going to get there. Right. But it can work. Right. Now, Trevor's come back to um, and commented to Joe. So this is the Trevor that Chris tagged in, but Joe's gone. Yeah. I mean, Trevor's gone straight to Joe. 
saying, Joe, what is exactly the point of beaches then? The council's put them there at the public's expense, so let them be used as campsites. Let me repeat that for everyone. The council's put them there oh. <laughs> for everyone's enjoyment. Yep. I'm, I'm waiting for someone just to do some real deep conspiracy about how the councils control all the borders of England or something. It'd be great. <laughs> no. <laughs> Joe responds back to Trevor saying, it's mental, mate. When the tide comes, enjoy the drowning. <laughs> These people don't understand how beaches work. I mean, I've been to a few beaches a in, in the UK mm-hmm. and a lot of them aren't very good. So I don't know, like, they've got a bad reputations for a lot. For There's a few that are good, but a lot of them are like just cliffs or, you know, rocks and stuff. But yeah. now Charlie's responded back to Trevor, who made the com- comments about the council's put the beaches there, saying, Trevor, you think the council puts beaches there? That's right, baby. Mm. And then Daryl's coming back to Joe. So we've got a bit, there's there's a few comments between Trevor and Joe. So Daryl's responding back to Joe, caps lock Joe. Yeah. Saying, why are you shouting? (laughs) Where should homeless go? I was homeless when I came to the army. We need a situation to homelessness, not a misguided grant. Yep. I agree. Yep. There does need to be, maybe not on the beaches. Maybe we can get them proper houses and accommodation if they want it. Yeah. But I like his goes, why are you shouting? Yeah, no, Someone that's, had that's what it is. It. When you're reading caps lock, it's just a, a shouting voice in your head. That's that's the worst yeah. part. Now, Kieran has responded saying, Joe, and the problem with this is, Christ, I'll never understand the callous nature of people that think homeless are less human than the rest of us. Yep. So he's saying, what's the point if they stay on the beach? Totally get that. It's a good argument. Now, Corinne's come back to Trevor saying quoting him councils put beaches there has to be the funniest comment of 2021 yeah i th- i like that people have just moved on past it and then other people are like hang on hang on go back hang on. <laughs> this guy yeah and emily is responding saying trevor i'm pretty sure nature has a role in making a beach sir we just <laughs> stick a fence around it and let everyone know the time that the kite tide is coming in yeah yeah, I mean, nature does most of the work for us. So, yeah, that's interesting. And then Stell has come in saying, Trevor, oh, Lord, I hope you're joking. The council don't put beaches there at the public expense. What do they do? Pay the sea to deposit sand and pebbles on the shore? <laughs> you know what? I reckon some beaches actually do do that. Some councils well, definitely do that for tourism. You have to because of erosion. They put, like, barriers up and they do have to do sand. But I think he just meant, like, actually creating it from scratch. I'd love to see that too. I'd love to see that. And then Kieran responds, yes, and seagulls are council contracted litter pickers. Oh, you know what? Okay, so we're going to go a little bit off topic, but it's on on conspiracies. Have you heard of the conspiracy about birds being government robots? No. So bird, there's this there's this whole crew, group of, of people that believe that birds don't exist and that they're gav- government uh, spy cams and um, stuff like that. So it's fantastic that that wow. was that was mentioned. I was hoping that would be brought up. So that's excellent. Did you believe this one, right? Uh, just the way birds move. I can't imagine someone programming <laughs> it. Birds are weird creatures. <laughs> they are. I have a fear of big birds. Yeah. Um, emus, massive, massive phobia of it. Like I'm talking about now, I've got goosebumps because they're so weird. I don't get their bodies. Ugh. Okay, let's just change the subject. But yes, I don't, I don't, I don't believe that when I'm looking at them. I'm like, oh, is that like Scott Morrison staring at me like at the park? But... <laughs> 
<laughs> yes, uh, uh, that, that, that is one of the conspiracies. That's hilarious. Now, Charlie has responded saying, beach nourishment is done at every beach in the UK and doesn't involve putting the beaches there. And yes, sandy beaches are very natural and have been around for much longer than we've been putting the sand there. Also, a stony beach is still a beach, right? Yeah, yep. So I don't know, is a stony beach man-made maybe? We don't have any stony beaches here in Australia, so I'm not sure. No, um, from my understanding, a stony beach, instead of nice yellow sta- sand, you just have rocks and it's uncomfortable. Yeah, but I don't think that is man-made. No, 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 it's just the elements around it, right? It's just nature the doing thing- its thing. True, and beach nourishment is done at every beach in the UK. I wonder what that involves. I'm gonna, I'm gonna search it for us. <laughs> okay. Now, Paul, while you're doing that, I'll continue. Now, Paul's yeah. comment is saying, "Trevor, interesting. I'll get my MP. We urgently need a beach in Leeds." <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's like, "Oh, awesome! I'm gonna contact my member of parliament and uh, get a beach." <laughs> I would love to have like you own a property and then they just decide to build a beach right next to you. Your property goes up tenfold in price. That sounds great. I know. I've been looking for some houses near the beach and uh, let's just say you get a uh, probably, you know, a two-bedroom apartment for the same price of what you would get a massive house down in suburbia. Yeah. It would be, yeah. But imagine like all the like dodgy like, you know, bribing to get your member of parliament to decree like a beach near you or make one. I wonder, yeah, I wonder if you could just do it if it's your own property. I don't know how that works. That'd be interesting. <laughs> just dig a hole. Or, but you'd have to still be near a beach or yeah, dig a big enough hole. Public. Yeah, mm. Now, Trevor's come back. Now, he's come back to Charlie Hussein Beach Nourishment. It's been there long enough before we were putting them there. So he's coming back with his argument, defending his council's put them there. Okay. He goes, Charlie, so who built them then? You can go to Norfolk and you can see diggers put in sand near the sea to create beaches. (laughs) Okay, yeah. I mean. I think that's more, I think, erosion, so where they rebuild it up, but I don't think he created it. Yeah, no, he's, I think. He's thinking of, like, adding more sand to the beach to keep its formation, right? But yes. everyone else he, is understanding him as building a beach from scratch. With, well, you know? I don't know, because Charlie just responds saying, Trevor, Jesus, Trevor. Like, he's just like, what are you going on about? <laughs> and then Trevor responds back to Stel. So just to remind everyone, because we are going all over it, Stel goes, oh, Lord, I hope you're joking. Um they, what do you think they do? They pay a sea deposit and pebbles on the shore. <laughs> they they, so, they pray to Poseidon. <laughs> Poseidon delivers yes. <laughs> nice beaches to the council. <laughs> and then Trevor's come back saying, Stel, they get the pebbles from B and Q in bulk. So I'm guessing that's like B and Q. our equivalent to a Bunnings or yeah. something. B. But now I think Trevor just has this going on. He can't be serious, right? Like he's just... I think he's having us all on. So while he has a conspiracy about beaches being man-made, I have a conspiracy about Trevor being real. But <laughs> he's, a, he's a bird from the government, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then Robert's come back saying, Trevor, somehow I don't think the council put the beaches there at the public expense, you prat. The beaches have been there since time. They are part of nature. Everyone just can't get it. And then Mark's responded to Joe. So Joe caps off Joe back there saying, beaches are common land. We need to fight back. So Mark's wanting to start a war. <laughs> I don't know. He's rallying the troops against. Uh, Maybe he thinks someone? that people are going to be camp camping there. 
Um, and then to and then Dominic comes in saying, Trevor, the point of beaches is in to increase house prices, like you mentioned earlier, to the point locals cannot afford to live in the areas. Therefore, these beaches become vested interests for those holiday homeowners. They are where the money is. So when complaints are made to the council about us commoners using them, <laughs> above is put into action. Shameful but normal behaviour, sadly. So there's another conspiracy. Yeah, I like that. It's all the rich beach owners that are... Um, Calling to stop the commoners from using them. The common filth. It feels like we're we're reverting from like old English lord and lo- like la- lady age, right? We've gone through a cycle of, of dropping most of that, and now we're going back into that with different names. It's great. Now Gary's coming, trying to be the voice of reason, saying, "Guys, quite a lot of beaches are man-made." Yep. Then. Ash is coming back to Joe, all in caps lock, saying, caps lock is cruise control for awesome. (laughs) Do you know what that means? So she's just sick of the argument and she's just just adding noise to the argument at this point. And believe it or not, that's how it ended. (laughs) Fantastic. Well played to her. She's won the argument. (laughs) Cruise control for cool. So there was a lot of conspiracies in there. They're man-made seagulls. Are jokingly seagulls are, are litter pickers, but you said no, that's a real thing out there. And beaches are there, and the um, the rich homeowners try to stop people. Yeah, some people need to fight back, and that was all in one comment thread from um, was it Amalia saying we need you know why don't we designate holiday spots and people enjoy it? So. But I think Joe needs to calm down or maybe he's just stuck on Caps Lock and um, Trevor, I don't know, was he having us on? Was he really like, I don't know. Uh, Some people that didn't believe they were man-made and he's seen some diggers, so. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not entirely sold. But I don't know much about beaches, so if you know more, you can send mail to where, Saz? DM us, please, at the triggered underscore podcast or email us. Yeah, triggered podcast mail at gmail.com. Nice. Um, but please let us know. And do you think Trevor was having us on? Because I don't know. Trevor's a madman. Yeah, I don't, I don't <laughs> trust him. <laughs> He's just got to be there with his binoculars, just like we're at the council buildings or something, making sure where are you putting the next beach? What are you doing next? <laughs> Calling this Amish Candy Twist. Ooh, okay. This is a video of a Amish gentleman who was on his rum springer. So if people don't know that, so in the Amish community, I think when they're 18, they get to go out for a year or a certain amount of time and get to experience things um, in the normal society and decide whether they want to stay in their Amish community right. or leave and become an old person. There's been a few like shows on it in the past. Really interesting. Yeah. Um, right. Do you know much about the Amish community? I mean, I think I, most people the, do. know what everyone else would know, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So there's a video of him like trying a big back um having a drink of alcohol things like that so you could imagine him just trying all the exciting things it was quite wholesome and quite sweet so james commented saying just hope he doesn't kill himself with the standard american diet in brackets s-a-d so she's got an acronym for it he was better off eating like the Amish. <laughs> wow. I did not expect that just to, to blow up so quickly. 
And uh, as I said, there's always people talking about diets. Now, Ron's responded back to Jane saying, not necessarily, Jane. The Amish eat a very high-fat diet. They also consume food purchased at stores. Not everything is homegrown. Right. (laughs) Now, Benny has commented saying, Ron, thank you, human encyclopedia. How much does the (laughs) Prime Minister make per year? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Really just jumping down his throat there. And then Stacey's just jumped in back to Benny saying, more than you. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay. <laughs> yep. And then Athena comes in saying, Ron, a high-fat diet is not the same as a fast food diet. I'm sure he's eaten more chemicals and preservatives in this video than in his entire life. That's probably quite correct. Yeah. Yeah. And then Michelle's response to Betty saying, what's your problem? Sheesh. <laughs> People don't, they can't, they can't accept like any competition to what they've said already. You know, they put out a fight and they don't want to take a fight. It's nuts. <laughs> and Robert's coming. So Robert wasn't the one, um, you know, was the one that Benny was referring to. How much does a prime minister make in a year? So Robert's response to Benny, which prime minister would you be referring to? There are many across the world. (laughs) Smart ass. (laughs) And believe it or not, that's where that threat ended. Oh, they didn't continue the fight. They didn't continue. Very disappointing. Yeah. A little bit proud and disappointed, you know. (laughs) Well done, guys. Um, I'm incorrect. I'm sorry. Um... Jaco responded saying, I'm sure he will still stay with his traditional diet, but having takeout every now and then is not a bad thing. I hope he also stays within a a balanced diet and modesty. Yeah, no, that's fair. (laughs) So, (laughs) geez, like this poor guy's getting diet advice. I mean, no one's asked him yet, have they? I'd love to talk to an Amish guy. Yeah. Me too. Maybe we could like connect to one and somehow and uh, do an interview with him. Because we don't have any Amish. Well, we probably do have Amish communities. No, we have brethren communities, but they're not really Amish. Like they're quite secular, but they, you know, drive cars and do all that. Um, Yeah, they just kind of stay out of public, right? Yeah, not even that. Like I had a few at my old work that would come in and get pizza, but they're more like they wouldn't really be. I guess socialize more than anything, and they do say. Um, and there's like you know Hasidic Jews um, that they're actually probably quite traditional, yep. um, but that's more to the Jewish religion. But no, we don't really have Amish. Um, no, what? but I'd love to go to an Amish community. I think you can in America. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just such a, a different lifestyle to what I'm used to, right? And uh, mm. I, I think it'd be cool to to learn. Yeah. It would be. So now Emma's come back in, um, she was talking about, so I heard when they turn 18, they go out into the world for a year to decide if they want to leave the Amish life or mm. go back to the rest of their lives. Um, Tina says, well, it depends on what branch of Amish, if that's the right phrase, okay. but it can be different ages. I believe it's rum, rum spring out, which is what I mentioned before. Now, Siwa has come into both these, <laughs> the blue, which they completely ignore and no one even liked his. They're like, oh, okay. He goes, Emma, I figure they don't go to brothels. Otherwise they might never go back. <laughs> Shit, I mean, that's like, it's a thing, but it, it's not the make it or break it moment, is it, of, no, of adulthood? Like they, they don't have to go to work. Like, there's a lot of people in, you know, modern society that they don't need to go to a brothel to get what they want. But- no, that's such a, it's such a, like, old <laughs> man kind of, everyone goes to a brothel, what are you talking about? Oh, my God. And I'm pretty sure the majority of the world don't like to go to brothels. Oh, but God. anyway. 
Yeah. He didn't even say strip club. He was just like brothel. Straight to the brothel. Yeah, I know. That's what I was shocked at. Yeah. <laughs> um, he will miss it. I'm on a patio right now and pade- pandemic life has taught me better. So this is Jordan. So Jordan was referring to he'll miss Amish life. I'm on a patio right now. Pandemic life has taught me better. Wait. I think he sort of means I prefer a simpler life, but I don't know why I say right, I'm on right. a patio. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not sure what that's referencing. <laughs> And then Gibson responds back to Jordan saying, Jordan, thanks for sharing, Jordan. What are you going to have for dinner tonight? (laughs) Just share as much information as possible, yeah. You're in a patio. What are you eating? What are you wearing? What are you doing? Have you on a smoke? What's what's going on? (laughs) And then Myrta, good old Myrta, she's come in saying, I can't imagine his joy when he meets weed. (laughs) <laughs> Myrta sounds like a 60 to 80 year old grandma She is, she's got grey hair Excellent, yeah, I couldn't imagine um, anyone younger than that being called Myrta Now Katie's responded saying, Myrta, I don't know if he didn't If he didn't care for alcohol, weed might still make him feel weird Some people just don't like any kind of buzz Yeah, that's fair yep. Yeah, and Clarissa's come in and saying, Katie I do believe his dislike for alcohol was the flavour or the burn. There is no chance one sip made him immediately buzzed. <laughs> yeah. They get really technical into his likes or dislikes of alcohol and what was his reasoning behind it. Is there any quotes from him? <laughs> Again, I'm just kind of like, No, what? I should have. I should have played the video. That's um, all right. No, but, but hang on there. There's a twist. So... Douglas has commented back to Murder saying, I used to be angry and on edge all the time until I met weed. Lol. <laughs> I was paranoid at first, but it changed over time. Yeah, right. Interesting. I love that. And um, a lot of people are saying the good joy, preach murder. Wait, what? Preach murder? What's that? Same preach. Oh, like, I right. Agree. Like, I thought yeah. you said murder, as in like. <laughs> oh, sorry. Whoa, no, that, that, took, that took a spin, didn't it? <laughs> yeah, sorry. No, that's, no, that's my no, bad. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. And Mark has come in saying, Murta, don't worry. He'll like McDonald's and sushi even more than weed. <laughs> <laughs> what? How are those thoughts? Apparently, you get more buzzed off McDonald's and sushi. This guy is just like. Two o'clock in the morning, he's scratching his arms like, oh, I've got a craving. I need some more sushi, man. I need some Maccas. Amazing. Now, John's come in, just a separate comment I find quite funny. He just commented saying, I've met Amish people in Florida. They make good candy. They make candy? Wow. Okay. Yeah. I didn't know they yeah. made candy. Yeah. yeah, there you go. Just like I know the Brethren's in Australia, they um they make coffee. That's their thing. That's always most of Australia, as it turns out. Yeah. <laughs> and um, now this is where the twist comes into our segment. Ooh. Gary goes, he bit into that Big Mac like he's done that before. Apparently. Oh. Although I- now we need some conspiracy <laughs> music going. <laughs> <laughs> now, I don't know whether, like, I don't know. If you pick up a burger, you kind of, I don't know, is a weird thing where I think it's kind of like human nature knowing what to do. I was like my grandma or my nanny used to say, how do you know where your mouth is all the time? I think maybe it's just a bit of instinct, but Gary's Gary's a bit, like he's questioning at the moment. Yeah, he's not sure, is he? Now, this other person um, name I'm just going to call um, Laurie because it's all in Arabic, so I can't read it. He goes, Gary, my doubt also too, dot, dot, dot. <laughs> 
These guys are losing it. I love it. And Gary's come back to Laurie and says, yes, seems staged, lol. Okay. And then Morgan's come in and said, yeah, Amish people don't eat. So when he used his mouth to eat that burger, it was really suspicious. Like, <laughs> what would he know how to eat? Like, you know, so he's coming in saying, you know, which I was kind of saying. Michael's come in and said, he's not Amish. He's just from Birkenhead. And then Matt's come in and said, this is a parody channel. His name is Judea and he was never Amish. Total bummer because I really enjoyed watching all his videos. Yeah. I mean, the name sounds very Amish, Judea. I don't Judea, know Judea, but yeah. I think he's just... So it turns out... And they said... So what it turned out was that this is a parody because he looks... Amish. Okay. He went around right. and did a, a lot of TikToks. Okay. But the thing that made, and he said he came out saying, no, it was a joke. I'm not, but I was just playing along with it. JK's. Right. Yeah. And I was kind of upset because it was really wholesome. Now, a few other funny comments that came in was from Michael saying, when he took a hit of Sprite and it was better than the burger, sugar is one hell of a drug. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> so today is a good um, actor. And then Ryan's commented, dude could have been eating piles of shit and it still would have been better than anything Christianity has to offer. Oh, I'm God. Like, what? Where did that come from? Where did he- exactly. These guys just kind of, they like to shit on things for literally no reason. It's crazy. Yes. And then one person, Ida, ends it all saying, grow a beard, say you were once Amish, <laughs> share some videos of the transition and profit. Yeah. So that's, she's getting an ingredient. But I say, good on you, Judea. As long as you weren't being offensive to the Amish community, do it. But mm. I was really bummed to hear it after all that. That he's uh, not actually Amish. Everyone was really going into all his eating. He's not. He just made these TikToks because he looked Amish. Had fun along the way. And really, that's why we're here. I liked, I liked that story. That was good. So, Ryan, what do you have for us all this week to trigger us? So, I think everyone can... Uh, they have been in this situation at one time or another. And it's a very broad one rather than my usual very niche. I've got a good <laughs> example of this. But um, this is trying to plan a thing, an event when you're not in your school age anymore, when you're an adult, and trying to plan people's schedules around one time specific event. So say you want to do something on a Saturday or a Sunday, usual days to Mm -hmm. get get together. Trying to plan like six to seven, let's say three plus people even, is like near impossible with the amount of communication that happens now. I'll admit having group chats minimizes this effort a lot, but it's yes. still very difficult for one person to try and organize everything when the others aren't joining in. And the thing that really gets me is when they just go silent and you're like so close <laughs> to that point. You're like, is this time okay with everyone? And then one guy just doesn't respond and you're like, oh my God. Ah! You kind of just sit there like melting <laughs> down in your head until you get a response. That that triggers me well. Trying, ha- trying to plan, yeah. You have no idea how relevant this is. <laughs> Again, I've nailed it. Yes. <laughs> You've nailed it. It's birthday season for my family. Okay. Everyone's got their birthday. 
And because now in Melbourne, wait, we're all wait, our wait. horrible lockdowns. What, what is this birthday? So you've just delayed all birthdays until this month or what? No, we're all just born. No, no, no. <laughs> so it starts off with, it's a bit, bit stretched out if I include this, but my niece is born um, at the end of May. Um, then straight after we've got now my sister's partner is, uh, that was just on the week, in June. Mm-hmm. Um, then also Matt's grand's in June. Yep. Then in July, in the space of a couple of days, they're giving out people's birthdays. I have my both my twin sisters, so they're at the start of July. Then two days later, my other niece. Then um, it used to be my grandma's, which passed away now, but she was a day later after that. Wow. Then oh, a few, uh, five days after that, it's then my birthday. And then two weeks after that is my husband's birthday. Wow. So, so within like there's, four months, you've got like yeah. how many birthdays September, is October, that? Uh, oh, uh, oh, no, two, uh, three, uh, wait, what am I doing? Yep, three, <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> hang on, I'll edit all this out. No, hang on, I'm going to do it. No, six, uh, seven. Seven, seven birthdays. There's a few cousins in there, but I don't count it because it's not really immediate. Right. Seven birthdays. Now, very expensive time of the month. Yeah, that but sounds horrible. Se- September, October, very fair time month for our family. Okay, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. very is. So, it's crazy. I know there are a lot of families that are like this, but because of COVID in Melbourne, there's huge restrictions because they're very limited in how many people they can have in their restaurants mm. and there's sit-ins. There's like even trying to think where it's not a huge expensive banquet um, and also where you can't – so I think you can have a booking more than 10, so there's nine of us, but it still makes it really hard to find a place. Yeah. So – it is crazy. I'm trying to play a plan for mine that's in like three weeks and my sister's are actually next week. So you're trying to like all plan it. Trying to get everyone because, um, for example, on my birthday, my sister has to take my nieces to swimming lessons. So they won't be back. My sister has a work meeting. So then trying to get to a place where it's a sitting and trying to arrange that and keep people happy with all their preferences with food. And it's gone to the point where we just said, let's book a date in August where we'll all do something for all our birthdays and we just go out with our partners and like the mum, like my and and so on for our actual birthdays because it just got too hard and then people didn't reply and then it was booked out. Mm. It's nuts. And also I'm planning um, with some friends and I'm actually meeting up with one of our great mates, um, actually, Christina, who listens to the show. I'm hanging out with her on this weekend and even just trying to arrange a booking and get people get back and my husband never replies to people. <laughs> yeah. It's just, Christina, I'm loving I'm so excited to see you um, this weekend. But it's just... It's just a lot. <laughs> it is a lot. It's a lot. It and you've is. been in lockdown for ages, so you've you've gotten rusty on the skills of, of trying to organise people. <laughs> but I do get it when people don't respond. And, Christina, disclaimer, it's not you. But other people and my sisters and when they're not and then you need to book something and you're just like, can you just respond? Um it's it's stressful. That's why sometimes I'd rather leave it to other people. <laughs> yeah. I've never heard a more obvious it's you, Christina, in my life. God, the amount. <laughs> you're in trouble, Christina. You're in trouble. It was actually me because I actually, it got so hard for the long weekend. I said, can we just postpone it to the next weekend because I cannot be bothered trying to find a place. Yeah. So that was my bad. Um, but. It's nuts. And part of my job is trying to organise meetings for high-profile and highly um, busy people. So trying to get even three of them in a room together, multiple diaries, 
It's horrible. I kind of love the challenge, but <laughs> it is horrible when I try to arrange a workshop with a few officers um, from some staff to do some team bonding and do some charity work. Yeah. Um, I tried to arrange this in May to find an afternoon that people were available, including all our managers and bosses. Uh, it's at the end of August mm. <laughs> and some people can't attend. So it's a nightmare. If you have um, the calendars in front of you, that would make it a lot easier, but- you know, if you're talking to your mates, you're not going to have a calendar worth of well, stuff. Everyone has different calendars. And yeah. we're getting older now. Like, when we were younger, you know, you'd just be like, oh, I don't have anything to do. I've just got some homework. Whereas, <laughs> so you know, you've got nothing to do, really. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, it's a lot harder when you've got yeah. partners and multiple um, relationships. But Multiple yeah. relationships. Oh, sorry. <laughs> nice. I like that. Very subtle. Well done. No. <laughs> I'm not revealing anything, but mm-hmm. I'm sorry. You know, you've got like no, different families. Um, yeah. It's going to be nuts. That's why I miss the good old like, you know, home part. Like, guys, I'm coming to my house next weekend. Anyone wants to come, come. I think yeah. that's the good thing to do. Yeah, that that was, uh, well, like when I was still in Oz, well, this is going back three years now, but when I was still in Oz, that was pretty much how it worked. It's like, well, I'm going to have a party this weekend. You guys can come if you're free. You were the king of the house parties and I- everyone is just excited for you to come back so we can have the house party again <laughs> be yeah. back at your mum so i know your mum listens to this so watch out there's yeah. gonna be a huge party at yours i think she's but, keen um, for it as well actually after oh, all this I lockdown and stuff most. yeah no i think i should good. just go and see her on her own i can't wait till next year <laughs> have a shampers with her yeah but yeah it's 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 hectic but what's more triggering for you is it trying to organise and find a date or when people don't reply? Oh, I mean, again, I like the, the challenge of of mm-hmm. if you've actually got the info, then it's just a challenge. It's like a puzzle, right? You just got to fit where it fits. Uh, but when people don't reply, it gives me the shits. And I'll also add that I'm also a person that will sometimes not reply. So oh. I can only get so salty at these things, you know? Yeah. So, all right, hang on. My pet peeve is the pickiness. So when I'm told you organize, but then everyone's like, no, but you can't do this and not this day and this day. And I don't want to go to this kind of place and I don't want to go to this kind of place. That's what annoys me yeah. the most. Well, that's that's just people being too picky. I mean, I, do you make the decision? Yeah. <laughs> I once went to, well, the first time I came to Japan was out of spite of wanting to pick a place to go. But me and my mate wanted to go somewhere. And I initially said Germany. And he said, I want to go to Japan. So we ended up just going to Japan because I didn't care where I was going. I was just happy to go somewhere, you know? <laughs> so yeah, I, I don't have a, you know, if someone's going to help or, you know, mainly plan it, then I'm just going to go with the flow. If I don't like it, I'll just, you know, do my best to, to enjoy the atmosphere, you know? I don't need to I've enjoy res- it. Exactly. I've resorted to the fact now if I want to go somewhere and I would be like, you know what, this is where I'm going. I want to go here. This is the date. Does anyone want to come? You're more than welcome, but don't try and change it. Yeah. Instead of trying to say, hey, do you want to catch up? Do you want to do this? Let's go to um, laser tag and bowling. I can't be bothered doing both of those things. <laughs> No. One activity only. Yeah. Get one thing and then I'm going home to have a nap. All right? Stop changing things. <laughs> Your partner must think you're a bundle of fun. Oh, she she gets the same thing. She'll plan something and I, initially I'll be like, eh, I can't be bothered. But once I'm there, yeah, it's great. I love it. You know, I'm having fun. But. Now. Yeah. Yeah. 
I'm also like this. I don't know if this is another thing. I will plan a lot of things. I get really excited or I'll have a few drinks. I'm like, yes, I'm going to plan with everyone to catch up. And I'm, I'm on leave this week. So I'm like, yes, I've got plenty of time. And now I've got like, I'm going out, especially for restaurants, every day for the Ooh. next five days. I'm like, holy crap, I'm I'm going to regret this. Yeah. So I kind of get like nervous, like, should I cancel? But I don't want to be that person that cancels. Don't worry, Christina, I'm excited about hanging out with you. But, you know, there's <laughs> there's that thing where, don't worry, you're the first one, Christina. I won't yeah. be Sure you are. Sure. <laughs> so there, there is all that as well. We get like, oh mm. crap, have I overcommitted? Yeah, you, well, you've had this it? lockdown for so long. It's it's hard to uh, come out of it and not have a an overkill, I suppose. Yeah. Oh yeah, my husband. He just goes to the supermarket. And he's done, and that's his outing for the week. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's good. It's good just staying at home. <laughs> Anyway, that's a good one. Uh, yes. If you if you guys get triggered, or if you have like a secret plan to help you plan, uh, you know your friends and, and getting a, a date night with a with a group of people. A uh, date night with your friends. Yeah, friend yeah. Day. Tell us your secrets. <laughs> I, I need help. Please, yes. Especially because we've got a huge. Well, you're not here, so you know. But over in Japan, but you know when you're back in Australia, we've got a huge group of friends. So it is hard to, and you want to hang out with everyone and you don't want to exclude anyone. So how do you do it without excluding anyone to get the most amount of people in a room or at a venue? Mm. How do you do it? Mm. Please share. Please share. It's where, a good It's a good problem to have. Where but. can they send their advice? <laughs> <laughs> so you can DM us on our Instagram via the triggered underscore podcast or email us at triggeredpodcastmail at gmail.com. Comment on one of our photos. Communicate us with everyone. Carry a pigeon. However you want. <laughs> yeah. Send this podcast with your carry, carry a pigeon in a USB and- form. Yeah. <laughs> and if you have a triggering um, thing that you would like us to discuss as well, please send your suggestions through. That would be amazing. Mm. Yeah, we do like reading every suggestion. So thank you. Yes, it's good. And that was episode seven. Thank you so much for watching. I hope you enjoyed it as much as we do. And uh, as always, I'm so glad that uh, we can share a nice triggered moment right at the end there, Sals. <laughs> and I think when you said thank you for watching, I think you mean thank you for listening. But we do hope on having some video soon. <laughs> yeah, yep. No, I meant that. That's true. <laughs> Sorry. But no, it was a very good ending. And please send your tips for, um, you know, how to how to get a, a group of people together. Because I think a lot of um, people in that situation, but I know there's some people out there that have some really good tips. Um, and... As we are just a small podcast, anything you can do to help us, whether it's mentioning to your friends when you go out for a drink or your co-workers, um, even just following us on our Instagram, which is at the triggered underscore podcast. Yeah, let us know whether you think Tr- Trevor was having us at the end with his beach conspiracy. Brian, where can they get more of you? Because you're on a few other channels. Yes. So you can find me under the alias of Nayor Nihon, N-A-Y-O-R-N-I-H-O-N. You can find me at twitch.tv, YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, um, where I play games and talk about stuff, really. Yeah, thank you. Rose, and it's been nearly two months that we've been doing this, so thank you. Um, we are getting consistent um, numbers, which is great, um, and we just hope you continue to enjoy us. So thank you so much, and we'll see you next week. Yes, thank you so much. Thank you, Suz, and we'll see you next time. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>